Amen. John chapter 1 and verse 42. Just as one little verse of Scripture this morning that I feel God would have me share with you. Uh, And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. You are Simon, son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated or by interpretation a stone. The Lord of what is to come. The Lord of what is to come this morning. Peter's introduction to Jesus was short, brief, and direct. A simple pronouncement that the Lord made in this verse was really a diagnosis of Peter's personality. We all know, and it clearly tells us, that Jesus prophetically lets him know that he's going to be called Cephas or Peter. One's Aramaic, one is Greek for the same thing. And Simon or Simeon actually is what it was, uh, was the name of Jacob's second oldest son the, who, who with his brother Levi ruthlessly avenged the violation of their sister by a Canaanite prince. I'm not going to go into the details of that story, but suffice it to say it's pretty shocking stuff. They, ruthless is a mild word for what they did in response to what was done to their sister. On a whim, in a, in, in an angry, malicious, calculated plan, they acted out of revenge. And Simon or Simeon. He bore that same name. It was fitting because if you watch his personality, if you observe in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the accounts of actions of Peter and responses of Peter to things that happened, you see that he was rash. He was impulsive. He was All of those things that Simeon was, he mirrored that in his own life. But Jesus accepted Simeon as he was and promised that he would become Cephas or Peter. You are, but you will be. You are, but you will become. The God of what is to come. That one encounter with Jesus would change Simon's life. 
Thou art, but thou shalt be. Amen. Aren't you glad he is the God of what is yes. to come? Amen. What great encouragement for those of us that come to Jesus to know that he can say you are, but you will be. Yes. Praise God. And if Jesus could transform weak Simon, who could not control his impulses, into a stone, then what can he do with us? I believe today he can transform any life. There's nobody out there that's too far gone for Jesus. There's nobody out there that's too messed up Amen. They may be a hot mess, but I'm here to tell you today, Jesus can change them because He doesn't look at them for what they are. He looks at them for what they can become. The God of what is to come. The Lord of what is to come. He gives us power to become. Now this is where we struggle sometimes. Lord, I understand, I know that you can save me from my sins. But can you change me? Come on. I know the blood of Jesus cleanses from all unrighteousness. All the things that I've done in my past when I come to you. When I repent of my sins. uh, When I am baptized in your lovely name. I I understand that that is for remission of sins. I understand that you can deal with my past and all the junk and accumulation that has built up in my life to this point. But can you change me? This is the struggle that many have. Well, I, I know what I've done and I know what the Bible says but I also know who I am. I also know the kind of person I am. And my inner self, I, I, I know that. Amen. But if salvation means anything, it must work where sin begins, not merely where it ends. That's right. Amen. Come on. Where does it begin? When we are drawn away of our own lust, right? What the scripture tells us. Amen. By that statement that Jesus made to Simon, by that one verse of scripture, that one little recorded statement, Jesus showed himself to be the Lord of what is to come. Jesus came to change people, not just their record books, but them. I had to clap myself right there. I am glad he doesn't just change. I'm thankful that an old account was settled. But I'm thankful he's able to transform me today. He's able to change who I am today. I am glad that he is not just the God that's able to fix what's in my past. But that he is the God that's able to make me a new creature in Christ. Jesus, thou art Simon, but you shall be Cephas. 
You are Simon, but you're going to be Peter. Thank God, amen, that he could change him into a stalwart rock in the church. Amen, of the New Testament, the preacher of Pentecost. Amen. How can he take somebody like that? He was probably AD. I, I don't know all them initials and everything. You name it. He probably had all those childhood problems. They didn't diagnose them back then. He probably got lots of whoopings. I figure. I just imagine that 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 Simon was he he was a, a, a strong willed child. He was Doctor Dobson even would have been challenged trying to tell you what to do with Simon. Amen. But the Lord looks at him. You're Simon, but you're gonna be Peter. Praise God. Amen. Romans 12 and 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Everybody say transformed. Now this ain't talking to... this. Now we're not talking to Simon. Now we got a direct letter here for anyone that will read it. That is a word from the Lord through the apostle. And it says, Be ye, you be transformed in your... Uh, by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Or in other words, test and find out the will of God. Amen. He can give us a new mind, a new way of thinking, a new view on everything, a whole new worldview, a whole new self-view, a whole new view of everything. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new Amen. A new creation. Old things have passed away. But not just that. Behold, all things have become new today. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm glad. He doesn't just make old things pass away. But He's able to transform me into something new today. Amen. There is a transformational power of the Holy Ghost that is at work in this place this morning. Amen. Amen. We're not just a feel-good church. We're, we're not just a, a, a church that makes you look better in society. And all your friends think, man, they must be doing better. They're going to that church, you know. Amen. There is transformational power. God says you are, but you shall be. Simon couldn't even imagine the person he was going to become. There's no possible way he could have imagined the things that God would do through him but the Lord just looks at him and says, you are Simon, but you shall be a rock. Praise God. How does this happen? I ask myself that question. I begin to think about men in the Bible or women or anyone whose life was truly transformed, changed. And there's a multitude of examples we could pick from and choose from today. I'm only going to use one. I'm just going to take one man. His name was Bartimaeus. You, you, you know he was a blind man, right? It's found in Mark chapter 10. And uh, it, it was at a place called Jericho that Jesus and his disciples and a great multitude, including blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. This is not just anybody. This ain't a made up name. This is a specific person the writer is letting us know. Sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now his circumstances 
is not great to say the least. He, he is, he, his existence, he, he probably barely survived. His existence is based on the, uh, the good nature and the, the benevolence of, of the folks that would pass by. And, and some days were probably better than others. And some days he may have wondered if he was going to have food to eat. Uh, he, he was a beggar. And the reason he was a beggar was no fault of his own. He was blind. He could not work a job. There was really no place for him in first century society except to sit on the ground, perhaps taking his coat, his, his outer garment, lay that on the ground, and people walking by would perhaps cast a few coins there that would help him to make it. And so, that, but, but he began to cry out, and it must have grated on the ears of those that were following and trying to hear what Jesus was saying in a large crowd and gathering without a PA system and all of that. And, and, and they, they called to the blind man, or, or then, then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out the more. Son of David, have mercy. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man saying to him, be of good cheer. Rise, he is calling you. Uh, and, and I want to just, uh, I, I, the reason I'm taking you to blind Bartimaeus this morning is because I want you to see the process of transformation that took place with him. It, it, it's pretty amazing. Uh, be of good cheer, the Lord says. Rise. Tell him, tell him that I'm calling for him. And I want you to see his response. Throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well or whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. This man's life, like Simon Peter's, was changed in one encounter with the Lord. Now, with Simon Peter, we would have to tra trace that out because... It would be a series of things and transformation would, would happen slowly in his life until finally that capstone moment when he received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and boldly the one who had cowered before stood up with the other eleven and began to declare the gospel to the crowd that was gathered there and actually told them, you crucified the Lord of glory. But that, there was, there was the process after he had, he had, so horribly failed, the Lord comes to him, seeks him out after the resurrection and tells him, feed my sheep. I'm choosing you. I want you. Simon, do you love me? Uh, but, but I think Bartimaeus Coming to this transformation is, is filled with, with, with keys and clues for us. How many wants the Lord to change your life? Amen. You're looking for transformation. You know, uh, I, I, 
I feel like the caterpillar sometimes, but I want to be the butterfly. Sometimes I, I, I'm just an old chunk of coal, but I want to be that diamond someday, right? And, and, and Lord, I, sometimes I know the pressure's on. I'm in the, the depth, the heat, and the pressure. Amen. And I, I trust that somehow God is changing me into what He wants me to be. But I don't yet see that change. And I'm, I'm reaching for it. I want to see that change. How can I see that change? What do I do? What clues, what keys in the Word of God can I grab hold of on a Sunday morning? Amen. As pastor is preaching here today, that can help me to see the change that God has envisioned and plans for my life. I, I want that today. If you want that, clap your hands this morning. Hallelujah. And if there's ever anybody that, that embodies a, a, an enthusiastic response to that call of God to change in his life, Bartimaeus is certainly the man. You see it in, in his feelings. You see it in his will. You see it in his, his faith that's demonstrated for us here. First of all, his feelings. The Lord deals with his feelings. Is there anybody here this morning? Don't raise your hand. Amen. I don't want to embarrass you, put you on the spot today, but sometimes you don't feel like you're very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. And you got feelings sometimes that just aren't the best. You, you don't want to admit to them. You want to, you want to say, oh yeah, things are going, how you do? Great. But inside you're falling apart. Right? The Lord deals with his feelings. First thing the Lord says is, be of good cheer. Yes. Right. Now some of us, somebody say, well, just, just cheer up. And, and you're like, that's easy for you to say. But we're not talking about just anybody. We're talking about Jesus. Amen. Jesus, our son of David. He already demonstrated he believed the Lord could do something. And when the Lord said, be of good cheer, he got excited about that. Something struck a chord down in his heart. And, and, and he, it, it was a daring act for him to throw away or cast aside that garment of a blind beggar. Probably the one that he laid out there beside the path for them to throw their coins on. I ain't going to need that no more. <laughs> Amen. Maybe the one that marked him. Watch out, this guy's blind. Keep an eye on him. You know, he could, he could step on you. He, he could step off a cliff. You might need to grab him and steady him or something. He don't need that garment. And, and maybe he threw it away because he didn't want to get tripped up on it while he's trying to get to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we let stuff in our past trip us up when we're trying to get to Jesus. And we got to understand if we're going to have the right kind of response to see change in our lives, we got to be willing to cast aside that. When he says, be of good cheer. When he says, I've got good news. When he says, I've got the gospel for you. Amen. Then we need to understand, I need to let go of everything, get everything out of my way. It is my day. The Lord has called my name. I'm about to change. I'm, not, I'm about to be somebody different than what I have been. So, that garment that was used functionally perhaps to catch catch coins and symbolically to identify him as a beggar. I wish I had this. I wish my life was like this. I wish things could change. Now, if, I, if I just had a little bit of what they got, 
and you're casting out your beggar garment and you're living like a beggar and God's coming by this morning. The Lord is coming by. And if you just recognize it this morning, somebody would probably cry, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy. Hey, you can change my life this morning. And if you hear one word where he says, be of good cheer. I've got some good news for you today. You're not sitting there saying, well, preacher, let's wait and see what you got to say. Amen. You're sitting there, oh, good news. The Lord is going to do something today. God is in the house. There's a word from the Lord. I'm going to change. I'm going to be different. Hallelujah. So his feelings were dealt with. I feel that this morning. Somebody, your your feelings is, is a major issue for you. Amen. But Jesus is greater than your feelings. Yes, He is. Hallelujah. Yes, He is. You say, I don't feel good. Amen. He is good. Yes, that's right. And He loves you. And all the time, Sister Kim said He's good. Amen. Second thing He dealt with was His will. It was a bold command. Rise. I mean, we're not talking to just the average guy here. You know, it's about like me when I get down in a squatting position or something. You, I'm going to need some help to get up. I got stuck under this platform one day for about an hour. I couldn't get out. I had to have help to get out of there. I had two or three guys helping me. I had to get out from under there. I was stuck. I couldn't help myself. I need help. <laughs> and, 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 but, but the Lord tells him, rise. And, and he abandons that sitting position and he, leap, he rises up, springing up, standing up like a man. And, and you know, your posture is, a, is always kind of a clue to your self-esteem, they say. And, and oh, blind Bartimaeus was, was, man, he rose up. He, he He's never going to be looked down on again. Right. He is never going to be the scum and the off-scouring anymore. He's rising up. Hallelujah. Amen. Like, like Job, when the Lord challenged him, Bart, Bartimaeus stands ready to answer as a man. Amen. He stands up. Praise God. Sometimes you just got to stand up. You got to get some will about you. And, and the Lord's call will, will help you in that. The Lord's call. If God says I can stand up, I can stand up. Amen. Quit believing what folks say about you. Quit believing how you've been labeled. Quit believing your own press and your own thoughts. Amen. And start believing what the Lord says. If Jesus says rise, rise up. Stand up like a man. Hallelujah. And his will rose to the challenge and he stood up. Praise God. And then his mind, the Lord dealt with his mind. To complete his show of faith, Bartimaeus comes to Jesus. All his life he had been led. He had counted on others to guide him and to lead him. But can you imagine all of a sudden this ain't never happened before. The crowd parts and they watch blind Bartimaeus. Ain't nobody leading him. Ain't nobody got him by the hand. He's coming to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe his first few steps were a little slow, but then he got his, 
he got his bearings about him. He knew where that voice, that sound was come from. He had zeroed in on that. And, and it, there better not be anybody in the way. They better clear the path. And like a seed dividing, there, and, and can you imagine as that crowd that was gathered that day watches and beholds the transformation that is taking place in this man that they have watched beating, uh, begging and pleading and, 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 and just... Uh, just feeling uh, like a, a, a an outcast. This man who had such low self-esteem. This man who normally just hoped that somebody, the only thing they'd pay attention to him for would just be because he had probably been bullied. He had probably had folks mistreat him, laugh at him and, and try to get him to do things and then laugh about it and all of that kind of stuff at his failures. He had encountered all that stuff all of his life. But there is a transformation that is happening in this yes, man. Amen. I'm closing this morning, but I, I want you to see that that transformation as a, a picture of what can happen to you today. Are you hearing me this morning? Yes. Lord. A picture of yes. what can happen. Amen. We don't have to have some faith healer in the house. We don't have to have some, some famous evangelist or personality. This morning. The only person that matters here is the person of Christ Jesus. Who is in this place today. Amen. And this man who all his life had been led. And other people probably had to feed him at times. If he still needed help after this. Peter would have remembered it. And Mark would have recorded it. Mark recorded Peter's remembrances, I believe. If, if he had still had to have someone lead him around, John would not have forgotten that. No. Blind Bartimaeus walks out with his own emancipation proclamation. I once was, but now I am. Right. I once was blind, but now I see. I once was headed in a wrong direction. I once was headed to judgment and the wages of sin, but now I am set free. Amen. Amen. You know, sometimes you got to realize if I keep going the same direction I'm going, I'm going to end up where I'm headed. That's a profound. <laughs> That's a little piece of wisdom for you there today. Yes, amen. Amen. But aren't you glad that your direction can change when Praise Jesus God. just simply says, Thou art Simon? You, you do remember Jacob wrestling with an angel of the Lord and, and the angel says, what is your name? He wanted a confession. God was looking for a confession out of him because his name meant conniver, heel catcher. 
That's what you are. That's who you are. That's what you've always been. That's probably what you'll always be. Who are you? Uh, amen. The Lord may be asking you, and I feel like this morning you ought to answer that question for yourself. Who are you? I think it matters who you think you are. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Who are you this morning? Amen. Who are you today? Praise God. That's good. You ought to have the courage this morning to answer that question honestly. Confess if you need to. Repent if you need to. Amen. Because you don't have to be silent. You can be a rock. I don't have to be the product of my environment. I don't have to be the result of my raisins. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. I can be whatever He wants me to be. I can be whatever He's calling me to be. And if I hear His voice this morning say, Good news! Amen! Get up! I'm getting up. Ain't nothing going to get in my way. I'm casting aside everything today. Don't get in my way. I'm going to be what He's calling me to be because He has the power. Jesus, thou Son of David, Amen. I believe he's a merciful God this morning. Yes, he, is. he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. All you've got to do is call on his name today. Hey, somebody out there this morning watching by way of the web, listen to me this morning. It does not matter who you are or where you've come from or what you've been through or what kind of junk is bottled up in your mind and in your heart today. There is a God who's, that is calling this morning. And if you will hear His call today, Amen. I'm encouraging you to have the kind of response that brings about that change in your life. Amen. Amen. Let your feelings cast that junk aside. Yes. Well, I just don't feel like it today. I'll do it next Sunday. Oh, I wish you'd grab hold of that and throw it. Thank you, Lord. I want you to get rid of that this morning and say, and I'm not waiting another minute. I hear the Lord saying, come unto me. I hear the Lord saying, you are, but you shall be. I don't need this anymore. I don't have to wait another week. I don't have to wait to camp meeting. I don't have to wait to revival. I don't have to wait to next Sunday when they sing the right song. There is a power of God in this place. Amen. This morning, let's stand right now.